Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Career Crossroads podcast uh, and our special segment that we like to call the Expert Tease. Uh, I'm Chris Hoyt, president of CXR, and today we're going to grab about 15 minutes with keynote speaker and noted author, uh, Jason Lauritsen. Now, these segments are typically delivered in a quick and easy sort of format. Um, we talk about any topic that actually fits within the scope of hundreds of, uh, that hundreds of TA leaders have actually told us were a priority for them. So that means we could be talking about um, DEI, we could be talking about people planning, uh, technology, or like today, life experiences. So if you're interested in weighing in on what you think in 2021 uh, for recruiting leaders, uh, what they should focus on, you can take part in our new 2021 parties benchmark, uh, it's open to everybody and can be found at www.cxr.works. So if you're with us live today, uh, you can fire up your keyboard and uh, use the chat section. You can drop in a question for Jason. We'll do our best to get to them if we can before we run out of time. And if we don't have time or you think of something later, you can always join us in our open uh, and free exchanges on the website at cxr.works slash talent talk. So enough about me explaining what we're gonna talk about. Uh, we can start talking about it. Jason, welcome to our humble show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Glad to have you on. Jason, for those who may not know you, because I feel like I've known you for at least a decade uh, in, in the space, but for those who may not know you, give us a little bit of background. Like, who, who is Jason? Uh, who is Jason? Jason is a uh, native Midwesterner, husband, father to three. Um, I am a crusader for all things employee engagement. I kind of Early in my life, had an experience that I think woke me up to the reality that work sucks for a lot of people and it doesn't have to. And so I committed my career to fixing that. And so that really, um, the way I do that is through writing and speaking and training and consulting. So that's that's me in a very fast nutshell. That's pretty good. That's the escalator pitch. I like that. It is. <laughs> so let me ask you, last time you and I were talking, uh, the reason we thought it'd be really great to have you on the show, you, you were sharing a story. We were talking about getting knocked down and getting back up and you know, trying to run a business and trying to do the right thing. And you had shared a story with me that I, I just, re it really tickled me. And I thought it would be fun to bring you on the show and have you share about how, um, how you're okay with failure and, and why, what happened. Do I, did I set that up right? I, you know what? I think that's good. I, I say to people all the time that one of my, you know, one of my cultivated strengths, I guess, throughout my lifetime is that I am really good at failing fairly massively and then extracting a lot of learnings from that to propel yep. me forward. And so this is where it started, I guess, my origin story. Um, so, so yeah, the, the question, and I, it, not many people have actually heard me tell this story. So this is a coming out, I guess, a little bit. This will explain something probably to some people. But and I'm um, so sorry, to, and I'm so sorry because I've heard it to laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I feel horrible. <laughs> I'm already laughing. Everybody has permission to laugh, right? It is a funny story in hindsight. So um, it was only it was only not funny to me, I think, at the time. So you know, I, I set this up. So. This goes back sixth grade. You teed it up perfectly earlier. Part of the reason this story is so awesome right now, I'm glad we're, we're unpacking this, is my kids are right at this age. One's a little bit older. One's a little bit younger, my two youngest. And so it's, it's really pertinent. I have told them the story. Um, but here, here's what happened. So it was the end of my sixth grade year. Um, and 
um, at the end of sixth grade, at least when I was growing up in middle school, we had, and I think they still do this some places, it was uh, like a middle school graduation or awards kind of ceremony yeah. or whatever at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. And so um, a couple of weeks, so this was coming up and, and the, the day that this story happens is on that day. But to give to, to a little bit of background leading up to that day, probably, a, I don't know, several weeks before this, I had had a friend over to my house we were out riding bikes and of course, as boys do, we were racing and um, I, in my victory, sort of beating my friend in this race, had made a turn I shouldn't have, had dumped my bike and had really messed up my knee. And so, I mean, to the point that it was like, it, my knee had gotten like huge and swollen and I couldn't even bend it for a long time. And so, um, and so... So, so I'm coming off that. So I have to, that's, that's the setup. So the day of the award ceremony, ceremony comes up, I'm in this auditorium. It's a traditional, if you imagine the old school auditorium with the big stage. And so we're all hundred of us, me and my hundred classmates are in this auditorium and they're calling us up one at a time. Everybody gets some kind of certificate for something. So everybody gets called up, you go up by your class, you know, order of your name. And, uh, and so they, they finally get to me. I was about in the middle of the, of the total and I get, they get to my group and we go up and as we're going up, I'm walking with my classmates up. And, and of course, you know how it is in sixth grade, you're super paranoid. You're worried about everybody looking at you, you know, like the social pressure is super intense. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to look like walk normal, right. Instead of limping and gimping around, like I had been, I'm trying to walk normal as normal as I could to be as cool as I could. <laughs> And uh, finally, we get to the stairs on the edge of the stage, and it's I wait at the bottom of the stairs. The person in front of me goes up and goes across, and then they call my name, and it's my time. And and the social, I think, pressure of all of this sort of erased my brain for a moment. And so I started up the stairs, and I forgot about my knee. And so I took a step with my good leg, and then I went to go with my second leg. And while my knee could now bend a little bit, not quite enough to get up the stairs and I dumped it flat on my face right on <laughs> in front of all my, all my, my classmates. And, and so I was terrified. Of course, you know how you react. You're like, Oh my God. So I popped right back up. My adrenaline now is flooding my body and I just want to get up the stage and get off. So I take another step with my good foot. I then again, try to take a step with my bad foot, bam, down on my face a second mm -hmm. time twice in a row. So I, I finally get up. I, I, I sort of limp my way to the top of the stairs across. I get my stuff. I go back to my chair. I'm horrified, you know, just, just completely horrified. This is in front of everybody walking up the stage. All, everybody's looking at me. Right. So, I mean, cause you are that like at that moment, I am the show. And so yeah. my entire class sees me do this. So I go back to my, and the story gets worse. I go back to my chair, we sit down and we're sitting there and we go through the other classes and I'm still trying to like shake off what just happened. And then they get to the end and at the end of the ceremony, they're gonna give out, they're gonna give out um, a couple of citizenship awards. And these are award teachers had to like nominate kids or whatever. And so they're gonna announce this citizenship award. And so, um, and I'm sitting there and they, they bring this up, I've never, not wanted to win something so bad in my entire life as I did at that moment of time. And um, I'm sitting there and of course, as I'm sitting there, this I wouldn't tell this part of the story if my name wasn't called. And so they call my name 
and I take a deep breath and I get up. And so of course now I'm not just like doing like the show is now me getting out of my chair, walking all the way down the aisle and across. Everybody's watching you. Everybody's watching me. Right. Because there's nothing else to watch except for me. I get to the stairs. I go up the stairs one at a time with my good leg. I get to the top of the stairs and my entire class erupts in an ovation <laughs> that I had made it to the top of the stairs. Like just like they're excited. You have just learned to walk. It's your first successful <laughs> You know, it's, it was this kind of excitement that we have the first time that our, our toddler, you know, like walks to us across the room. Like that's sort of what it felt like they were, they were, they were giving me at that moment. And so um, I got my, you know, that, that got my award, went back and, the, you know, I look back on that story and the reason we, you know, we started out and I'm like, why I get invited on to talk, I'm sure about some, something in my domain of expertise. And somehow we're talking about middle school. I don't know how that happened, but I do think that when I look back on that moment, I have often thought that that experience sort of galvanized me against um, in, in a lot of ways against like being embarrassed or being, you know, like failing in different ways. Cause there was always like, well, it's not as bad as that. Like, I remember what that felt like. And, and certainly I went on to make all sorts of other massive fails soon after that and throughout my life, but that was where it all started. Oh my God. It's so funny. Cause in my mind, I mean, both of us do some public speaking here and there. And now in my mind, I think the next time I have to go up on a big stage uh, and I'm a little nervous and I'd be like, you know, as long as I don't bite it twice on the way up the steps, <laughs> changes the bar. Once it, once is bad uh, twice. Yeah. If I can just, if I can get, make it up on the stage, it'll be fine. If I can get past this hurdle, it'll be fine. I, I, I say that because, and it does make me laugh because in my mind it plays out like some sort of uh, short film. Right. The, the whole little scene. But it, do, it does. There does seem to be a lesson in there that should probably resonate with just about anybody who's who's biffed it, uh, you know, or, or whiffed at bat a few times before they finally were able to, you know, take a base or, God forbid, you know, knock it out of the park. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, as I've reflected on it, you know, at the time. At the time, you know, like you look back and you think about like the applause at the end, and there's a lot of different ways to interpret that. All right. There's kind of a, there's kind of the passive aggressive kind of mean spirited side of it, which I'm sure there were some kids that were that way. I think there was probably a whole bunch of them that were really grateful just that they weren't me in that moment. <laughs> um, and I do think there's some of it that was really encouragement. Um, probably you know, like, you know, just wanting to be like, God, you did it. Um, and, and I thought a lot about that and, and how we respond in moments like that, right? How we respond and show up when other people biff on their face, like what, what is that, what does that feel like? And so it's, it's just been a story that's given to me in a lot of different ways over the years and probably echoed through, like when I was struggling through being the, the first person in my, in my family to go through a divorce um, or, you know, failing at my first and my second and my third business, like all of that stuff. Like there's always these echoes of like, well, at least I didn't fall twice in front of everybody. Right. right. I, you know, I, you're going to be able to get back up if you just right. get back up. Right. right. I'm going to survive. And it turns out makes for a great story. If you can find a sense of humor about this stuff, it's amazing the traction you can get out of it as a teaching or learning tool. I love it. I think it's got a wonderful takeaway and it's a really fun story, Jason. I just, thanks for sharing it with all the listeners.
I, I'm happy to. It's, uh, I'm glad to get some mileage out of it. Give some enjoyment to, to others, I guess. Good stuff. Uh, if people want to know what you're up to, Jason, should they find you on LinkedIn? You got a website? Where, where do we send them to just keep up with Jason? You know what? If, if, you can, if you can spell my name and put it into the Googles or, or any place, you can find me in a lot of places. But LinkedIn is a great place. The other place is to stop by my website, which is just jasonlortzen.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I do a, a weekly newsletter um, where I send out, you know, management and engagement insights and different events that I'm doing or free content and different things. So that's a good place to keep up as well. Good stuff. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I hope everyone will join us next week. We've invited Qualtrics Shonda Zillick uh, to share some of her own learnings when she tried to actually evolve a recruiting team's entire strategy. She's going to share what she did wrong uh, and how she really messed that up. So until then, uh, we hope we see everybody online at cxr.work slash talent talks. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.